0: Hi, folks.
1: I'm Bob Shrub, physical therapist. Brad Heine, physical therapist. And together, we are the
0: most famous physical therapists on the Internet. In our,
1: in our opinion, of course, Again, Bob. we are
0: honored today, Brad, to have Chris, the pharmacist, with us. Again, we're going to discuss Hi guys. the topic um, of ibuprofen today. Right. Uh, and the good, the bad, the ugly, the dangers, the...
1: Right. I mean, ibuprofen, I think, is probably one of the most commonly used over-the-counter drug, at least in the United States. I have
0: to admit, it's probably the one that I use the most. Right. I mean,
1: and they sell in these big jugs. You get, a, you know, a thousand pills in there and see how long you can make it last kind of a thing, you know. And, and it actually, I think Chris is going to tell us the actual problems that we, you know, we face as a society with pills like this potential. So they are great healing properties of pain and all that kind of Promote thing. Promote healing. Promote healing, yes. Right. Uh But what are the the things we need to be aware of? That's the big thing. So... Chris, once again, pharmacist, where'd you graduate from? Butler University, we're, 1995, we're, we're Indianapolis. Butler, Indianapolis. Yep, a couple mate. of
2: trips to the Final Four a few years back with Brad Stevens. Yep, he's now with that. the Celtics. <laughs> but right. they're doing well this year, just
1: beat number one Villanova. So it's oh, cool. A-OK. All right. excellent. Go, Butler. So 20, over 20 years as a pharmacist, a lot of experience, and he's uh, just his mind is like an encyclopedia. You'll find out in just a moment here. It's fun to talk to him and get some information. So... Ibuprofen. The big picture. What is it? Ibuprofen is a uh, anti-inflammatory
2: under the category of NSAIDs. So it stands for non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug. Uh, it's kind of a mouthful, but you know, for many of us, uh, when you talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. I mean, I think it's a go-to choice for many, many people. It's actually my favorite choice for pain reliever as well. Sure. Um, it's, it does a great job. Not only does it relieve pain, but it relieves inflammation. And if you're, you know, with you guys being physical therapists, you know, your patients are going to have pain and inflammation for a variety of different things. Sure. And so it kind of is the jack-of-all-trades kind of medication to really help.
0: I do want to ask you this. I, I probably use this wrong, but I... Sometimes when I get like an upper respiratory issue, I'll use ibuprofen. Is that ridiculous or is well, there any help for, I, I think psychologically it helps me. <laughs> well, so go ahead, I mean, take I know. You, I, That's you Tom. Know, this is like the layperson coming in and talking to you here on this. If so. you
2: have a cold, I think, you know, it would probably be something that I don't think there's any control studies I've ever read, but if you have a cold, you're going to have inflammation. So right. frankly, and if that's you have how I a, looked at it. And if you have inflammation, I suspect you could probably loosely translate that, yeah, probably it's going to do you some good. I, I couldn't speak any studies, I guess I'll have to research that. I
0: feel I, I feel better, um, especially if you're, you know, like an upper respiratory issue or I mean, I'm having a fever, too. If you feel better, yeah. Bob, you take well, that. You. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I'll take for the sugar f- pills, <laughs>
2: so For fevers, it's actually one of your best antipyretics, which is things that reduce fever. Sure. So this and Tylenol, but we're, we're going to focus on ibuprofen more, but it is good for that.
1: Is there um, anything in particular you would say ibuprofen is good for as far as your experience? Uh, any group categories? You
2: know, I've used it for everything from surgical recovery to, you know, aches and pains Fever, headache, you know, I mean it's it won't fix your broken heart, but I mean <laughs> but but the reality of it is is it really can be used for a variety of different aches and pains. And okay. so it's very, very useful.
0: Um, what can you want to talk about like what amounts we right. should take? What yeah. yeah, so
2: basically when you look at the instructions on any bottle it's going to suggest that you may take one or two tablets up to every four to six hours apart. So oftentimes, as long as it doesn't upset your stomach, and that's one of the biggest things with anti-inflammatories, it has interactions with other drugs, which we'll kind of talk to a little bit, but you always want to make sure that it's safe for you. So always check with your pharmacist or your doctor if it's appropriate. And going forward from those steps, if it's safe, uh, one to two tablets every four to six hours apart is the way to go. But you always want to eat before you take this because it can be a little bit rough on the stomach. Uh, again, we'll talk a about that. A full
1: meal? It doesn't
2: have to be a full meal. And yeah. ibuprofen, even sometimes people get away with something as simple as a glass of milk. I prefer a piece of toast with some peanut butter, a little yogurt, or just something sure. in the stomach, just so that it helps to buffer and protect.
1: So I've heard of people saying, that you know, they're taking three or four of these at a time. That's That's pushing the limit. That That
2: becomes prescriptive-type dosing. So from that standpoint, if your doctor is comfortable with it, it's probably more than appropriate to use. But I would just double-check with your physician to make sure it's okay. I've had patients who
0: have said that I've come in and the doctor said they're giving me, yeah. Yeah, and doctors will oftentimes tell you to
2: take three or four of these every six to eight hours apart. But again, you'd want to do that under your doctor's guidance just to be unsafe to make sure sure they're not causing stomach issues like ulceration. Uh, And and, you know we have to be careful with long-term use too because there are some complications with blood pressure. Thank sure. So we have to be careful because it's how it's metabolized in our body and where it works in the kidney that it can Raise blood pressure or lower? Raise blood pressure. So it can actually have some pretty serious cardiovascular events.
1: Now, Mm -hmm. I'd like to talk a little more about some of these serious problems that we have in our society with this and how we can get away with it. But before we go on, I just wanted to mention some of our viewers are new to this channel. That's right. And and if that's the case and you're not aware of subscribing, we have videos like this. We put one out every day and we've got over 900 of them out there now. So subscribe to keep up with us. the
0: subscribe button is right there yeah. on the screen. Go ahead, so. point, Chris. You got it right <laughs> there. Right there. <laughs>
1: All right, let's move on. Okay, so we're talking about the some it can affect your heart, you said?
2: Correct. How, so, how does
1: it? Well, ibuprofen get to your heart. Well,
2: yeah, ibuprofen well, when we take it, you know, it goes out through it doesn't just go to your heart. It doesn't okay. it goes all over your body and it kind of works through your bloodstream. But the okay. things that you know I want to be careful with is what it can do in the kidneys is it can actually make it a little bit rough on the kidneys and how they metabolize things. And so as a result, sometimes it you know when you kinda of clog up your kidney, then it makes work harder on the your heart to push enough. blood through because your kidney is a filter. And so basically, you plug you up the filter, you plug up the filter, the heart yeah. You got any other in filter in right, your house, so yeah, so it's, it's something you want to be real careful with. And again, you know, if you have kidney conditions, you want to talk to your doctor about reduced dose or if it's even appropriate for you. Uh, if you have blood pressure issues, if you know, short term versus long term use is going to be safe and appropriate. Sure. So, again, it's, it's definitely something you want to work closely with your physician with, or if you have a quick question, hit up your pharmacist at your local pharmacy, and okay. they'll certainly
1: be able to help you with those. Now, I've got a friend. He keeps these with him all the time, and he seems he doesn't take them like three, two times a day every day. For, What's he use them for? Oh, well, he has a headache, he takes one, or he has something else, or. But if he takes it, you know, for years, it's like getting ibuprofen out for this or that. Is that kind of usage where it's not? It's not, you know, 10 pills a day or four or five pills a day, but it's, you know, on a week you may take three or four or five on an yeah. average. No yeah. problem with yeah, that? Yeah, I
2: mean, you can, yeah, I mean, I use ibuprofen almost on a daily basis. But again, mm-hmm. I've checked with my doctor and he's comfortable with that. But the reality of it is, is that when you have, you know, you never know when you're get an ache or pain or a headache or mm-hmm. a cold or a fever. So it's got a variety of different uses. So, yeah, I think it's a great go-to drug. I think it's appropriate to
1: use in the prescribed amounts, or which are recommended OTC at that point. Okay. And as far as your view, and from what you see as a pharmacist behind the, the counter and what you read and stuff, what kind of problems we have in the United States as far as maybe overuse of this? Is that is that something that's yeah, present?
2: Or, yeah, I think overuse, I mean, you know, in a lot of, like I think I alluded in the other video that we did we you know a lot of runners call it vitamin I. So, I mean, people take it prevalently. And sure. so it's one of those things that long-term use. Um, the most common thing that we're going to have are GI bleeds or ulcerations. So it's certainly
1: something that we we'll want to be very careful with. So, so this can help. Co- you're not going to take this if you have a GI bleed. It could cause. It them can difference. actually
2: cause them. So yeah, it actually erodes away at the, your, your stomach not to get can too late. I, go uh,
0: I want to just go, go off and veer off into a little bit different direction here. So the argument sometimes is that after you've injured a muscle or injured something, you take this. But they'll say, well that's the natural healing process. What don't we want it to be inflamed? Don't we want it to be
2: that is you know, so that's true. And so usually it's kind of one of those things where if you have a sprain or a break, the inflammatory cavalcade that occurs actually, even though it hurts and it causes lots of swelling, is a good thing to promote healing. And there are some orthopedic circles that suggest staying away from anti inflammatories for at least seven days from I that do. point in time. So so that is true, and certainly something. So and then then you have that comfort Right. Versus healing battle, which sure. is a real battle. Right. So it kind of comes down to, well, what do we do? Is it ice and elevation and just kind of suck it up? Or do we take something to at least mitigate the pain so that we're comfortable so we can do our day-to-day and improve quality of life? So holistically, if you want to heal, if you could stay away from it, I think it's probably ideal for the first seven days from an acute injury, uh, particularly a break because it can slow the healing process. Uh, I am not in depth. You're really a fracture see. of a bone. you mean, Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't say t- yeah, to a degree. That, that's be pretty tough. that would be yeah. a question for your doctor to see if they're comfortable right. with that, and they might say, "Yeah, after seven to ten days, go ahead." And that's usually what I hear, at least when we have people coming in post-surgically or if they've had a pretty bad injury. Sure.
0: I wonder, you know, with a common weightlifter who's trying to, you know, tear down muscle, build it up again. I wonder if that affects that process or not. I, I, you mean
1: on a long-term use? Well, yeah. Really? I mean, let's
0: say every time you, you lift, you get sore, you take ibuprofen. Is that affecting the ability to build muscle? I don't you know. I, don't I know.
2: think if you would from a pure theoretical standpoint, yes, it probably does. Because, again, that inflammation, that tearing of the muscle tissue... Is creating growth and development right. for that muscle to get bigger and stronger. Right. So if you take the anti-inflammatory, it probably slows down the process. The you know, if you probably I knew there was
0: a reason why I wasn't getting it
1: big, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> You're using too much ibuprofen. That's I hate right. it. I hate You're it never when be Strong like bull, Bob. Uh,
2: <laughs> but I, I think that there are many athletes, uh, average joes, and professionals alike that probably use this regularly because it helps them get through from day to day to the next event or the Thank- next exercise.
0: That, I think, a lot of probably, like you said, the osteoarthritis. I, I, wouldn't you guess? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that a lot of people take this. Uh, oh, very
2: much so. arthritis, yeah. I think so. And it's certainly something that does pay its dividends. So I think it's appropriate to use. And again, with osteoarthritis, that's a chronic condition. That isn't getting any better. Once that genie's come out of the bottle, you're not putting it back. Right. So the reality of it is, what do we do? Well, mm-hmm. we can suffer with it, or you can try and do something about it. You
1: can go to it. therapy, too. We've got some options.
2: <laughs> but that's, we're not going to fix it. Yeah. So, but again, I think, you know, as long as your doctor is comfortable with it, you don't have any yeah. conditions that prelude, you know, preclude you from using this. Sure. I think it's appropriate to use as long as your doctor is comfortable with the length of time that you have to use it for. And sure. it's not
1: creating new problems. All
0: right. Again, All right. our thanks to Chris for coming today. What
1: a great wow.
2: honor.
0: and uh, More than
1: you wanted to know about ibuprofen, yeah, probably. I, I think it's very interesting. <laughs> it it is. It's that. very good. Yep. Thanks a lot. Thank you.